What's up, Buttercups? It's your favorite commissioner, Nate Molnay, with episode four of the Taco Court Fantasy Football League podcast. Today, I was joined by the one and only, but probably not, Octavio Valdez. We go over his background, how we met, how he would handle three prominent Native women, and why tamales are so triggering. Let's get man how you doing hey what's up Nate all right uh this is episode four right now of Taco Court Fantasy Football Podcast starting it up again we haven't started doing this since when we started in 2018 starting it up again had some stuff we've got going on so uh, we're back um so why don't you introduce yourself to the people out there um name age ASL where you're from family your kind of history your background who you are as a person hey guys uh I'm Octavio Valdez in the league, I'm known as Murder Boners or Mr. Auto Draft. Um, I'm 33 years old from Phoenix. Uh, currently, I'm working out of Holloman still. Uh, I'm a lead tactical programmer at the 16 TRS, which is the Reaper Pipeline Tech School. So they come here, get trained up, and go on to their duty station. Um, that's pretty much it. That's, that's me, man. What was life growing up in Phoenix, Arizona like for you? Dude, it was fucking hot, man. <laughs> you know, I was looking at some of the stuff you sent me and, you know, like, when did I get into football? And I played a little bit of uh, high school football, but, you know, I gave that shit up. I wanted to sleep in and stay out of the sun, man. You know, those two days you wake up and it's 100 degrees you're practicing in the afternoon. It's 120 degrees you're practicing. I was like, nah, man, that life's not for me. It was like that up in Northern California too. Like I'm from like the Sacramento area and it gets like 110 in the summers yeah. and that shit used to suck so bad. And yeah, then you start off the day with like a nice, like three mile run at hundred degree weather. And I'm like, oh man, that's, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna sleep in, man. Those people could have their millions playing football. So uh, where did we meet at? Dude, I think we first met in tech school. I think you were like two classes behind me in the pipeline. Yeah. I'm not sure exactly. Um, but I know we didn't really interact very much until, until we got here to Holloman, you, or until I got here to Holloman, you're my sponsor. Um, we might've played on some squadron sports teams. Yeah. I think we played soccer. Yeah. I think we played soccer. I don't know if we were ever on the same, uh, football team. Cause I know we both played, you know, flag football for the squadrons, but yeah, man, we, uh, I know once we got here to the fourth, that's when we, uh, actually became friends, started hanging out. Yeah. I remember, um, you were roommates with Nick Otero. And then when I finally got moved out of the shitty ass rooms into like the decent rooms, which were just like going from a fucking four room quad to having your own room, like hotel room. Yeah. yeah. I ended up in, in your bed, uh, the bed that you had before. But I remember one thing from it was like, you left a case of water inside the fucking closet. And I was like, Yes, because <laughs> the commissary was like a mile away and we had to walk. So it's like to carry a case of water sucks so bad in, in like South Florida or the Panhandle, Florida and all that humidity. 
Yeah, I remember that walk, man. I uh, I remember making it back with a buddy of mine. When I got, I first got there, I got paid, and I went out and bought a TV and an Xbox. And then we were like, "Yo, how are we gonna get this back to the squadron, man, or to the dorms?" You know. And so there's me and my buddy just walking like a mile back with this stuff. So you're still living down there in Alamogordo area. Um, what's what's the new things out there? When we were there, or when I was there, I left in 2014. Uh, the big thing was that there was a Buffalo Wild Wings that came to town and then a Carl's Jr., but the Carl's Jr. had green burrito. So I remember we used to go over there just to get rolled tacos. <laughs> yeah, man, dude. Just uh, this Friday, Dunkin' Donuts and Baskin Robbins opened up. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, man. You should have seen the line. The, <laughs> the line was like all the way down White Sands, man. It was ridiculous. It's right by the dealership, so that area is getting pretty built up. I know they're building a... Um, they're talking about a Panda Express in that in that area and a Starbucks. So, you know, it's becoming more of a more commercialized little little town. So it's it's nice. I remember when we were there, it was like the best way to describe it was like a three mile town with everything you needed on one one street and every fast food you can think of, right? But they had two Sonics. And that's the one thing I really remember. It was like I had two fucking Sonics and I had to drive like three hours to get to one where I'm at now. Dude, it's like we got a two mcdonald's now and two taco bells two sonics so it's you know they keep bringing the same stuff over and over because i guess it works but you know we need like a jack-in-the-box in here or something man hey, remember you, i remember one time you drove uh you drove an hour to las cruces to get tacos for poker night and you just came yeah, back man. with jack-in-the-box like two bags of jack-in-the-box tacos drove two hours round trip just to do that yeah man i've done that a few times since i've been here because i've been here for like nine years now so i've made that trip a few times it's like that or the driving an hour and a half to El Paso to get Krispy Kremes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Or, uh, or the Chick-fil-A. Oh, yep. yep. Yeah, the Chick-fil-A, man. You got to do it every once in a while. So uh, when did you start watching football? Uh, who's your favorite team? Do you have any favorite players of all time or now? Dude, I, uh, I kind of grew up watching football. But, you know, I grew up in a Mexican household, so soccer was king. Um, and I wasn't really into it. Um, I think I got into football really when uh, Tim Tebow was in college. Yeah. And, you know, he was out there wrecking it and, you know, loving God and everything. So <laughs> started following that dude. Um, I've always kind of been a Cardinals fan. But for a while there, I was, you know, a fan of whatever team Tim Tebow was on, you know, playing quarterback. Um, you know, I think he got done dirty by the Broncos and the, the you know, the Jets and everybody got drummed out of the league. But, you know, it's okay. I'm not salty about it still. Um, but yeah, man, I remember we would play Madden. Remember that? I would run my uh my jumbo formation with Tim Tebow, just run the ball like anywhere. They, all you had to do was run that play over and over, right? So you get stopped twice, and it'd be like third and eight, and then you bust it for sixty yards. Like it was inevitable that Tim Tebow was gonna wreck in that game. It's so good. <laughs> I know, man. I, I miss him in Madden. If they brought him back, then you bring him back like on a classic or something. Yeah, it was, it was a good time, man. So in so I play uh, MLB the Show on. PlayStation. It's like their yep. baseball game. Um, and they have like a, they call it Diamond Dynasty. It's like uh, Madden Ultimate Team or whatever, right? Where you can have all the players, you know, they all have cards essentially. So I ended up, there's a Tim Tebow prospect card in that game, dude. And he's like a 78, which nice. is like pretty good for Tim Tebow, right? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Um, so I had that dude batting lead off for me and just fucking Jack's homers, dude. Like <laughs> get him against right hand pitching and he's left handed. Like if you can connect, it's out the park and it's so awesome. Like 
to start a game off with Tim Tebow playing against somebody else and then you hit a homer off of it because they get so triggered. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, oh, it's it's just so good. Yeah, he's, he's got it, man. He guy's a good athlete. Uh, you watch any other sports other than football? You know, for a while there, I watched some like, pretty much everything, hockey, baseball, basketball. Um, I only really watch soccer now when the World Cup comes around. That's a pretty big deal. It's nice to, you know, support the country and watch the world's best players get at it. Um, but, you know, right now there's nothing to fucking watch, man. I'm just, just sitting here like, God damn, man, put some beer pong on the TV or something, you know? I think uh, Bundesliga just started up again um, this la- last week or whatever like that. But it was super awkward because, like, like a lot of those Dortmund, right, like, I think they lost at home. Like, all these teams who don't lose at home lost at home because there's no fans in the stands. Oh, so there's, yeah. like, no home field advantages or whatever. So it's completely awkward. And it's it's weird because, like, you know, you hear everything going on, right? Yeah, who was the, who was the team that put mannequins in the stands? Did you, did you see that article? Oh, I haven't seen that, no. Yeah, there was a – there was a I guess, like, some team put a bunch of, like, mannequins and, like, sex dolls out in the stands. So <laughs> it looked like they had fans out there. <laughs> it's getting ridiculous, man. That's so good. That's so good. All right. Uh, so uh, when did you start playing fantasy? I think it was the year that you started this league. I don't. I don't think I'd have ever played it that before. Yeah, man. I, I'd heard about it. I kind of knew what it was, but I didn't start playing until we we started playing together. That's like uh, let's see, six years ago. So that would have been the first year, 2014, and that's pretty recent for compared to a lot of other people that I know and everything like that. What what ended up getting you into it? Just that everybody else was doing it everybody else man you know i was like you know what I, i've heard about it i'll play it seems like fun and you know i never uh, i kind of slack off always when it comes to football you know i mr auto draft i just let the computer do what it's gonna do and then i just try to fix it um but yeah man i think i'm gonna i'm gonna try this year i'm gonna try this year so you guys get better watch out you tried last year right you actually drafted for the first time I put up a little bit last year and you made it to the championship <laughs> Did I really? Yeah. So you made it to the championship and you won the scoring title. Oh. So I, I remember I was talking to a couple people beforehand and then uh, I think it was like uh, Coast and Henry or Beisner or somebody like that. And we were talking about it and I was like, dude, and they're like, you know, are you excited for fantasy football? And I was like, no, because Octavio said he's going to fucking try. <laughs> and uh, they're like, dude, whatever. Like his record's not that good. Right. Like, and I was like, no, you don't understand when the dude says he's going to do something, he does it and he does it really good. And you can't stop him. Like, it's yeah, a bad thing. Like, we're fortunate that he's, like, kind of just doing it to hang out. Like, I think – I don't know. What, let's see what your record – your record – you went 8-5 and five in the regular season. You had more points than anybody. Like, 50 more points than the second-place person, which was my brother. Um, that's weird because he sucks. <laughs> but, yeah, I was, like – that. I was legit, like, fearful. I'll have to find that text, and I'll have to post it in, like, our Facebook group or something because I remember – I remember saying, I was like, yo, like, this is bad. Like, <laughs> this is very bad. <laughs> Dude, who'd I, who'd I uh, end up losing to? Uh, Nick. Dude, I fucking hate Nick. Yo, I don't even know the dude, but just based on le- league interactions, man, I hate that dude. He's funny because he's, like, the most nice guy. Like, he's, like, the most nice, humble, like, he'll always do anything for you type of guy, right? He's super soft-spoken. Like, even when he talks trash, it's like he's, he's complimenting you. Yeah, like every time I run a dude to the league, it's like a loss. And I'm just like, come on, man. That's that's my hurdle. That's my mound that I can't just fucking get to the Pico, man. And I think you might be the only person who's shorter than Henry. Uh, so is this the only fantasy league you play in or are you playing more now? No, actually, I uh, started my own league last year. Uh, so I'm the commissioner of that league. And I want to talk to you about that. 
you got any any tips man my people are fucking insane like i had some league drama last year and i was like yo i hate everybody in this league why are you like this you know we're trying to have fun people trying to put in all kinds of crazy trades and i had a i had to veto a trade last year because uh you know this dude tried to give up two scrub players and get three potentially all-star players from another dude that was just like had given up on the league yeah and i was like yo man you can't do that so i kind of caught shit for that for the rest of the season so man uh, do you have any advice on how to keep these people under control how to make it more fun dude so like the first thing i did when i created this league it was i don't allow other people to vote on trades right because i know in some other leagues i'm in i think in I play in Kosa's league and I think in that one, it might've changed this year, but I know before you like, you can, all the players voted on trades, right? Mm. I hate that because it's like, you know, everybody's like the commissioner should be the one that does it right. Yes or no, or whatever like that. Like you're in charge type of thing. And I just be like, Hey, this, these are the freaking rules. I don't like there's one thing to have somebody make a bogus trade. Right. But when something's so blatant like that, where it's like someone's giving up and they don't care or something like that, like, I don't like that because it's not fun for anybody else, right? And you'll catch flack for it. But at the same time, it's like you're trying to keep the integrity of your league. So that's why I let that trade of Antonio Brown go through with my brother last year, right? So my brother traded away Antonio Brown to Brandon and he got something else for it or whatever. But it was like, you know, Antonio Brown got suspended or cut or something like that, right? And then my brother or Brandon had it sent it to my brother and left it there. And then my brother accepted it when he found out that Antonio Brown got cut from the league or whatever suspended. Right. Right. And I could have vetoed it because it's like, Oh, that guy doesn't even play. But at the same time, Brandon's the one who put in the trade. Right. And let it sit there. And he wanted to trade that away, knowing that that would possibly possibly happen or something like that or get Antonio Brown. I forget the situation. My brother gave up Antonio Brown is what it was. And then when he got cut, he traded him. And, um, but that was something I went through because it was like the trade wasn't put in by my brother. Like, yeah, you know, like, why are you going for a guy who's like this? Like, that's the risk you were you were taking. And if it would have been done three days earlier, uh, you know, what's the difference? Right. You got to stay on top of news and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah. And it's like blatant cheat stuff. Like, I would just say, like, stand your ground with it or whatever like that. And people end up respecting it as, as it goes because they're going to play in other leagues that are full of shit. And yeah. it's all you know, hard and stuff. And it's. It's just not fun because you really want the competition to be there. So, yeah, I mean, I uh, I'm trying to keep the league together, but you know, people come and go here. But that one dude that had given up on the league, he lost like five games in a row at the beginning and just kind of said fuck it. So I kicked him from the league this year. I was like, yo, man, you're not coming back because that's bullshit. You know, I mean, I mean, we all play in a hundred dollar league, so and it's you know, it's it's a lot of money at as a prize pool at the end. So it's like you're kind of dicking everybody when you're just you know not showing up, giving everybody a free win. And it's, I think for me too, it's like, how do you want to be perceived as a person? You know what I mean? Like, are you just going to be like a quitter and do the wrong things because things didn't go your, go your way? Or are you going to fucking stick it out? So. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Cool. So we got, you started this league in 2014. So you've been playing for six years since it's startups. So you've seen it all the way through the conception of having one, one defensive player, two wide receivers, a kicker, defense, all that kind of shit. Right. And we've kind of morphed it since then. You don't have any championships, but you've played in two of them. And obviously Nick is pretty much your league rival because it, it obviously that name obviously sticks with you. And then he just won a championship against you. Yeah. <laughs> but you do have two scoring titles, right? So you have 2016 where you were the high scorer for the entire league. 
Then you came back 2017 and you, you won again, you won the Sacco. And then uh, last year <laughs> you were the scoring champion again. So you have a pretty good like scoring record and stuff like that. You've made the playoffs. Uh, I believe it is three times. You had two first round buys, three wins in the playoffs, three losses, obviously, because you haven't won a championship. So you have the same amount of losses as uh, times within the playoffs. So wins, you have 38 losses, 49. So your winning percentage is 49.72%. Uh, you rank in the top half in average points for, for seasons and games and stuff like that. So what do you have to say about your record? Yo, man, I think I tanked it in 2017. I had a lot of stuff going on. I didn't really care about the league. You know, I was staying in it just to, just to kind of play. Um, but, you know, I'm trying to make up for it now. You know, it, it happened. I got the Sacco. I was I don't know who was the winner that year, but I never really got a punishment. So, you know, it's too late for that now. So James won it that year. And that, that was his first year, too. So he didn't know anybody. So <laughs> we had talked about it. But um, and I think that's the first year that we like enacted Sacco or the second year we enacted Sacco punishment. And yeah, stuff. Yeah. But I think he was still kind of like skeptical because he didn't really know people and stuff like that. So. I, I'm pretty sure, like, because that was right after the president was elected and stuff like that, too. So I was like, dude, make him do, like, a fucking wear a MAGA hat and everything like that, you know, and stuff like that, because he's Mexican. But right. But he's, like, all pro-USA. I was waiting for it, for real. I was like, yo, man, this is going to come down. But I think statute of limitation is good now. It's been three years, so. Definitely. That time's ran out for him. Um, all right, so I got a couple questions for you. Uh, we'll do um, – a couple of couple regular questions and then we'll get into some fuck Mary kill. All right. So one, who are you voting for? Uh, <laughs> I'm going my boy Trump, man. MAGA. Something that you're grateful for. Uh, that I'm an American, man. Got lucky. Got born in the greatest country in the world. There we go. You have any regrets? No, nah, man. Uh, most embarrassing story. Most embarrassing story. Jesus. I don't even, I don't even know, man. I do a lot of embarrassing shit all the time, so I, I don't think I have one that I could pull off the top of my head. But, you know, you have those moments at night where it just you think of something real quick and you're like, oh, shit, man, why did I do that? I have a few of those, but nothing that really comes to mind right now. Like you haven't shit your pants or anything like that as an adult? You no, know, I've never shit my pants. Um, you know, I think when I was in third grade, I pissed my pants in school. Yeah. And that was pretty embarrassing. Uh, I had to go to the bathroom. Uh, we were standing in line for something and I got elbowed in the stomach and I pissed myself. Uh, but, <laughs> you know, that, that's pretty embarrassing for back then. But, you know, since then I've done so much more stupid shit that I just, you know, I just look back and I'm like, God damn, man. You know, <laughs> but <laughs> I guess that, that'd be it for a childhood one, right? Anything you're watching currently that the other people should be aware of, like Netflix, Hulu, anything like that kind of a show that you recommend? Let's see, Netflix. I mean, I started watching Upload on Amazon Prime, which is pretty good. I don't know if you guys have heard of that one. I think uh, Henry was talking about it to me the other night. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. Um, right now, I'm going through the Big Bang Theory, uh, finishing it out since it, the season ended, or the series ended. Um, let's see. Well, I mean, I think we're all watching a bunch of shit. Yeah. Uh, so if you haven't watched the Jack Ryan series, I think it's pretty good on uh on prime uh what's his name john krasinski kills it uh other than that man yeah you know it's just video games and whatever's on watching some novellas man yeah uh yeah yeah i was uh <laughs> so my spanish has been getting worse out here since i don't uh, speak it very often mm -hmm. um so i've been watching some novellas 
to try to listen to it and you know it got the little dramatic flair there's the hot women yeah that's not a bad deal man yeah that's good stuff man like i um i don't know if you could hear it beforehand but i had mariachi on yeah yeah man <laughs> like i've been listening to that shit lately because i'm trying to learn how to play guitar right oh okay. and then but then i'm like trying to learn how to play guitar but then i'm like well this shit's easy to play <laughs> like the strums <laughs> are so easy right so i yeah. just like learn like a fucking uh mariachi song or something like that and i'll sit in front of my computer and fucking just play or whatever yeah man i thought we were gonna do this interview in spanish or something i was like yo <laughs> went on telemundo or something you know univision i didn't bring my fucking poncho <laughs> <laughs> all right so fuck mary kill uh elizabeth warren pocahontas or sacagawea i'd kill warren uh mary pocahontas Fuck Sacagawea. <laughs> I, don't, I don't fucking know. <laughs> All right. And then um, fuck Mary Kill. Tamales, tacos, or burritos? I'd marry tacos. I'd fuck the burrito and I'd kill the tamales. There you go. Good answer because <laughs> the tamale, you don't know what's going to be in it, right? Yeah, so man. It's... The burrito, at least you can, you know, lace it with some beans and stuff like that. And then it'd be like really slippery. Like Yo, you know what's the worst surprise, man? I don't know if this ever happened to you where you go to eat a tamale. And you know, you're expecting a regular tamale and you get a sweet one. Has that ever happened to you? Yeah, yeah. You're like, yeah. yo, what the fuck is this? And you know, they're good on their they're good when you're expecting it, but you know, you're expecting like a, a salty meat-filled tamale, and you get like fucking pasty, like sweet bullcrap. <laughs> what the fuck is this? Yeah, the sweet ones that have like corn inside of it too, and everything like that. Yeah, or like a raisin or something like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> get so pissed. I'm like, because yeah. then I'll see it because it's like it's it's not like um like when my grandma, she taught me how to make them and stuff, right? So we use like the the juices from the meat, right? right. And, and the chile, right? So you'll put that inside your masa, right? To work mm -hmm. that instead of using like water and everything like that. So then your masa turns kind of red. So then you can kind of see the, through the tamale, right? Like what's inside of it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But like we'll do these other ones where we use like the, we'll use like cheese and like uh, New Mexico green chilies inside, right? Oh yeah. So those ones are fucking fire, dude. Like those oh, yeah, are my man. favorite, right? but you get fucked up if you make sweet ones and you mix them because then that's when you're like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a fucking do this, right? You put like four of them on a plate and then like three of them are sweet and you're just oh. pissed, like, and you can kind of smell it too when you heat it up yep. after, right? And then you're you like, can smell the one sweet. of these is sweet and then three <laughs> of them are sweet and then you're fuck, like, and then I'm just like fucking, I just already put fucking chili on, on top and everything, oh, fuck, it's so, <laughs> so depressing. Right. All right, so last fuck, Mary kill. Uh, Wayne Henry, Brandon Beisner, Chad Ryan. Shit, man. I think I'd have to marry Henry because he's got those tiny hands, makes everything look big. There you go. Um, fuck Beisner, he's thick. And they kill Chad, man. I'm sorry, sorry, you know. He's a cop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's a cop, so if you, if you end up killing one of the other ones, he might fucking rat on yeah. you. Yeah, he'll find out, man. He'll find out, put me in jail. So if he's gone, you know, I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. Fuck them. <laughs> and we'll move on to the next segment. Noah Kamish, any questions for me? Yeah, man, I think I already asked you one, um, you know, about how to keep my league under control. But um, what uh, what made you make some of the changes that have happened throughout the years? Like, you know, getting rid of the defensive player, uh, the kicker. Uh, what, uh, what brought on those changes? Yeah, so as I got into more daily fantasy stuff, um, start realizing like what you can really analyze and what you can't and some of the stuff that's kind of just random happenstance and i think that 
in order to have like really good competition, you have to get rid of some of those variable positions that they're too dependent on everything else, right? Like, or the the scoring you can't get right, right? Like, you can't say that a 39-yard kick is worth less points than a 41. Like, it's six feet, right? Yeah. Um, field goals are – you're getting three points for a, a 20-yard field goal because they're kicking it from the fucking 10, you know, or something like that because they're stuck at the three and they don't want to go for it on fourth because they got to go up, right? You're going to get three points for the field goal but a guy kicks an extra point from 35 yards out and, or 27, whatever it is now. And it's worth one because it's only one worth one on the scoreboard. Right. And then when it came to defense, it's like, we don't play team offense. Right. So why do we play team defense? I prefer to, I would like to have like full individual defensive players. So either two or three players at each level, defensive line, linebacker, cornerbacks. Right. Um, you're kind of already doing some of the analysis when you're looking at your offensive players and who to pick on. Um, it's not really too much to do it on the defensive end, but just the scoring, you can't really get down. Like a team could let up 30 points in a game, score two touchdowns on defense, right? And their team loses 30 to 14, and you'll have like a 12 point day in fantasy because they had a couple sacks, an interception, return for a touchdown, or they return a kick, some random fluke plays that don't really happen that often that you can't really analyze that really fluctuates scoring and who good players are, I guess, for that season. So kind of tried to go that route of getting rid of some of the stuff that is too um, variable or uh, volatile to where it's, it's not really kind of, I guess, fair. I guess like right. you can say that someone breaks a big pass or a big run and stuff like that. And yeah, that's more, more than likely going to happen. Right. But some teams, you know, the fucking jets score two touchdowns on defense and they lose by 30 and they're the highest scoring player on your team for the week. It's, you just can't really score it correctly either. So um, that's kind of one of the reasons there, but um I, I like taking everybody's input on everything too. So other people bitch about stuff or I hear people bitch about it. And um, so I just kind of put it up to vote and take my points on it and stuff like that. So. All right. Cause I know you, uh, I think the getting rid of the defensive player came after the season where JJ Watt had that one game with the 21 points. You remember that? Yeah. yeah, He, yeah, he yeah. caught one. He did that. That was a Nets game. So I think that kind of really went to show your point where, that one dude went off like 40 points as a defensive player, you know, and it's like, that's not supposed to happen. You can't, that's never going to happen again, you know? And he was scoring like a touchdown a week or something like that. Like it was nuts. Cause he was playing like tight end and shit. Right. Yeah. But <laughs> it wouldn't be as bad if you had like a bunch of defensive players. Right. Like we did it. Whereas like you basically had to have either JJ Watt or a middle linebacker. Right. Yeah. Um, Cause we only had one, but I think if you were to put like three players that, defensive line three players at linebacker three players at defensive back then you're getting more variation in you know point scoring and stuff like that so it's almost like you're having wide receivers running back to tight ends right right cool any other questions yeah i got another one yep how'd you get your english so good man so every time you send out a league message i i admire your writing skills and how well you uh you've mastered the english language so, man, how'd you, how'd you do that? I know you're half Mexican, so. Yep, so I'm half Mexican, but my mom hates fucking Mexicans. Oh. Uh, so <laughs> she, uh, it's not that she hates Mexicans. She hates 
how do I put it? She loves America and she loves the English language, right? She doesn't recognize, she won't tell people that she can understand Spanish, but she does, right? Because a lot of people in California, right? You get a lot of field workers and stuff like that. A lot of them are fucking disgusting. I remember when I was 18, we'd go to clubs, right? Because you can get into like, there'd be 18 and up clubs. Yeah. And they'd be filled with like 45 to 55 year old Mexican dudes, right? Lining the corners or whatever, whatever. So like those, that's how it was in our area, essentially. Right. Um, so we were always pushed English, but I kind of fell in love with writing early on. I loved reading as a kid, but writing was like always a passion. It was a strength to me to be able to, in written text, be able to describe situations or stuff like that, right? Like I was really good at descriptive essays. I remember I wrote an essay one time and it got put into a textbook, high, a high school textbook, because I wrote, and it was, it was about the going from the locker room to pregame warmups to running on the football field. And it was something 15 pages long or something like that, but it got put into like a descriptive essay textbook. Nice. Being able to, I don't know if it's part of my like, lack of a better term, love for like romance novels and movies and stuff, right? Where like, I, I like the sense of feeling. I used to do theater as a kid and acting in drama and stuff like that in school. So being able to express emotions and stuff like that through written word was really a lot easier to do as opposed to what you see on the screen. So it kind of got me into writing more and learning more about writing and stuff like that. And it's kind of my true passion, but. And I always like having a trump card on people (laughs) that I I know how to write better than other people. Right. People will try to like, it's funny when you get onto like social media platforms and stuff and people will, um, they'll be talking shit about something, but then there's like four grammatical error errors and they're calling everybody else stupids. And I'm like, yeah. you're a fucking moron. So, yeah. It undermines your point when you can't get your, your message across clearly. Yeah. Or like when people don't use punctuation and you're like, I can't understand you and you're ranting. <laughs> like, get out of here. So. All right. You got anything to say to the rest of the league? Anybody you want to call out, talk shit, anything like that? You know what? I'm just I'm coming for everybody this year, man. I'm gonna show up. I'm gonna draft. I'm gonna do the work. I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna be the champion this year. There you go. All right, everybody heard it there first. This has been fun, man. Glad having you on. Uh, we'll have to do it again sometime. Maybe get on three way with somebody else too. Sounds great, man. All right, take care. Love you. Bye. See you.